Hello and welcome to the Fire Draw Near Deep Dive episode. My name is Ian Lynch and this week we're going to be looking at the ballad The Elfin Knight. Now The Elfin Knight is known as a wit combat ballad. These kind of ballads usually have two characters contesting each other with riddles and trying to outdo each other. Um, other notable ballads from the child collection in this vein are Child Ballad Number no. 1, Riddles Wisely Expounded, and also Child Ballad Number no. 46, Captain Wedderburn's Courtship. So for this particular ballad though, The Elfin Knight, there are 316 results in the Raud Ballad Index, and Child himself published 12 different versions in his English and Scottish popular ballads. So the earliest versions of the Elfin Knight describe a young maiden who hears the Elfin Knight blowing his horn out on the hill and wishes for him to come to her, which he does. It's kind of like the story of a labyrinth. She wants to marry him, but he tells her that he will only marry her if she does a curtsy to him or a task, and that is to shape a sark, i.e. to make a shirt, but to make it without the use of a knife or the use of needle or tread. So according to Child, a man asking a maid to sew him a shirt is the equivalent of asking for her love, and her consent to sew the shirt in this manner is an acceptance of her suitor. But in the ballad, for some reason, she now seems to think that this wasn't such a good idea, and in turn she responds by asking the elf and knight to do her some favours which are equally impossible. In the end, he confesses that he already had a wife and seven bairns and vanishes while the girl is glad that she got rid of him. Now, it's important to keep this aspect in mind because many of the later versions of the ballad have gotten rid of this narrative framework and they retain only the tasks. Um, these don't always make sense by themselves. In his introduction to the Elfin Knight, Child points towards similar ballads in German, Danish, Wendish and Slovakian but very interestingly also points to narrative parallels from a dizzying array of far-flung parts of the world all the way from Scotland to Tibet and Mongolia. So I've talked before about how Professor Francis James Child really looked down on the broadsheet ballad but it's really interesting when you look at English and Scottish popular ballads he often used broadside versions for his A versions of the song which would have been the ones that he saw as being the most authentic or the most representative of the original ballad and this ballad here is no different so he took the A version of the Elfin Knight from a ballad sheet that was printed it was thought to be printed around 1670 um, it's a Scottish version of the song and it's called The Wind Hath Blown My Plady Awa. And I'm going to play this a really nice version here of Ewan McCall and Peggy Seeger singing it here. The Wind Hath Blown My Plady Awa. 
There stands three trumpeters on yon hill. Blah, 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 winds blow, and they blow their trumpets salute and shrill, and the wind it blows my plate awoke. Gin had his trumpet in my kist, blah, 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 winds blow, and was in the lad's arms that I like best, and the wind. It blows my plate awoke. Gin ye would be wed with me, blah, 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 winds blow, there's a thing ye mun do for me, and the wind it blows my plate awoke. Ye mun mark me all in an Sark, blah, 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 winds blow, with the dust at your needle work, and the wind it blows my plate awoke. Ye man, wash it in yon dry well, blah, 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 winds blow, where water never sprang nor fell. And the wind, it blows my plate awoke. Ye man, dry it on yon hawthorn. Blow, 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 winds blow. That has no since blossom since man was born. And the wind, it blows my plate awoke. And gin a mark a sark for thee. Blah, 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 winds blow. There's something ye mun do for me. And the wind, it blows my plate awoke. My feather has an acre o' land. Blah, 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 winds blow. Ye mun blow it. We are a hand, and the wind it blows my plate awoke. Ye man sow it wanting corn, blow, 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 winds blow, and roll it we a sheep shank bone, and the wind it blows my plate And shear it with a scythe of leather. Blah, 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 winds blow. And bind it with a peacock's feather. And the wind, it blows my plate awoke. Ye man stuck it in the sea. Blah, 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 winds blow. And bring the Dry to me, and the wind it blows my plate awoke. And can ye work new all this work? Blah, 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 winds blow. Come to me, and you'll get your sark, and the wind it blows my plate awoke.
So the Pleiade is quite an obvious metaphor for virginity there. One interesting point in Troil's introduction to this ballad was that even though he saw the figure of the elfin knight as an interloper into an earlier ballad, he does point towards supernatural beings riddling in many cultures. He talks about Russian Rusalkas, Servian villas and Indian Rakshas and he says that it's only natural that the devil should replace these figures because the devil is the regular successor to any heathen sprite and he is the embodiment of craft and duplicity. He says that there's a great satisfaction at seeing the devil outwitted. The next version by John MacDonald who was a Scottish traveller originally from Tarbert in Loch Fyne it's unusual in that the devil is not only understood to be the suitor as he is in many versions of this ballad, but he is actually named as such. Now, this was recorded by Ewan McCall and Peggy Seeger in 1969 and again it's version of The Wind Hat Blown My Play the Awa. For there once was a fair maid went a walk Blow, blow, blow ye winds blow I between yon salt sea and yon sea strand and the dreary ones brought my plaidy For she met the devil by the way. Blow, blow, blow ye winds blow. And to her he did give a task, and the dreary ones did blow her play the For you'll make to me a hall and shirt, blow, 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 ye winds blow. Without either seam or needle work And the dreary ones did blow her play the walk For you wash it up in yonder well Blow, blow, blow ye winds blow where there never was water or a dewdrop fell, and the dreary ones did blow her play the walk. For it's when I do that task for you, surely you'll do one for me, and the dreary ones did blow her play the walk. For you'll fence to me three acres of land, blow, 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 ye winds blow. I between yon salt sea and yon sea strand and the dreary ones did blow my play the walk. For you'll plow it up with a double ram's horn, sow it or with one peck of corn and the dreary ones did blow my play the walk. For you'll have it or with a tree of blackthorn. Blow, 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 ye winds blow. 
And you'll reap it up with one blink of sun And the dreary ones did blame a plaidy you walk For you'll stoop, you'll shear it down with a peahen feather Blow, 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 ye winds blow and you'll stook it up with a stang o' a nether and a dree the ones that blam a play deal For you'll yog two sparrows and a man's bongs Blow, 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 ye winds blow and you'll cart it home to my own farm yard And the dreary ones did blam a play deal For it's when you do that task for me Blow, 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 ye winds blow you come back and you'll get your sark and the dreary ones will blow my play Now I'm going to play one more version from up in that part of the world and this one is from even further north from up in Shetland and this was sung by a woman called Margaret Tate was recorded by Alan Bruford in 1960 so apparently Margaret learned this from her own mother Miss Jemima Robertson So one version of this ballad that I'm sure everybody out there is very well familiar with 
is Scarborough Fair. Now, obviously, Scarborough Fair was made very famous by Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel in 1966. They had heard Martin Carty singing a version of it, and Martin Carty's version traces back to Ewan McCall. Ewan McCall got it from a man called Mark Anderson, who was a retired lead miner from Teesdale in Yorkshire in 1947. Now, we don't know if McCall changed the tune that he heard Mark Anderson singing, but we do know that he added several verses from earlier printed texts to fill out his version. So here we go, Ewan McCall with Scarborough Fair. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, St. Rosemary and Time. Remember me to one that lives there. For one, she was a true love of mine. Tell her to make me a cambric shirt. Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme. Without a stitch of needlework. For one, she was a true love of mine. Tell her to wash it in yonder dry well. Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme. Where water ne'er sprung, nor drop of rain fell. For one, she was a true love of mine. Tell her to dry it on yonder thorn. Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme Which never bore blossom since Adam was born And then she'll be a true love of mine Oh, will you find me an acre of land Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme between the sea foam and the sea sand I'll never be a true love of mine Oh, will you plough it with a lamb's horn Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme And sow it all over with one peppercorn I'll never be a true love of mine Oh, will you reap it with a sickle of leather Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme And tie it all up with a peacock's feather I'll never be a true love of mine and when you have done and finished your work Parsley, sage, rosemary and thyme Then come to me for your cambric shirt And you shall be a true lover of mine Are you going to Scarborough Fair? 
Honestly, Saint Rosemary and remember me to one who lives there. For once she was a true love of mine. Tell her to make me a car. Honestly, Sage Rosemary and Time, without no seam nor a needlework, and then she'll be a true love of mine. Tell her to find me. Honestly, Sage Rosemary and between the salt water and the sea strand, and then she'll be a true love of mine. Tell her to plow it with a lance horn parsley sage rosemary and thyme and to sow it all o'er with one peppercorn and then she'll be a true love of mine tell her with a sickle of leather, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme, and to thresh it all out with a bunch of heather, and then she'll be a true love of mine. Honestly, Sage Rosemary remember me to one who lives there. For once she was a true love of mine. devoted to the music of Paul Simon.
once was a true love. <laughs> Tell her to make me a cambric shirt. So there we had three versions of Scarborough Fair um, going in the way that they were learnt in real life from Ewan McCall to Martin Carty to Paul Simon and the Muppets. And that could well have been the only child ballad to ever have been performed on The Muppet Show. Although I might be wrong and I would be happy to be proved wrong. So if anybody has any other information on that, please get in touch. Interestingly, uh, Martin Carty's version was also very important for another reason. Because in the winter of 62-63, apparently Bob Dylan heard him play Scarborough Fair in the London folk clubs. And this became an inspiration from his own girl from the North Country which I'm not going to play. Um, okay, one more version of Scarborough Fair that I'm going to play because, as I mentioned, there's lots of mad versions of the song out there. But here's one that I thought would be good crack to play. This is from a man called Gershon Kingsley and the album is called Music to Moog Boy.
So that was Gershon Kingsley with Scarborough Fair. Now, The Elfin Knight, it's one of those ballads that seems to have attracted a lot of scholarship over the years. And one of the areas that this scholarship has touched on has been the use of the refrain Parsley, Sage, Rosemary and Thyme. Now, these are all herbs that are known to have been associated with death in some way. And some of them were known to have been used as charms against the evil eye and things like that. So the scholar Lucy Broadwood went as far as to suggest that the refrain might be the survival of an incantation against a supernatural suitor. Now, whatever your opinion on that is, I think one thing that's easier to agree on is that this understanding of the refrain must have fallen away over the years because we see the words become transmuted and transformed into other, I suppose you could call them not quite nonsense but verging on it anyway so parsley sage rosemary and thyme becomes things like um where every rose grows merry be times or where every rose grows merry and fine which is the refrain of the next song which is my own personal favorite and that's the tricolored house from settled traveler mary kate mcdonough living in mohill county leitrim at the time she was recorded which was july 1973 by the folklore collector tom munley I wear her down at the tricolored house where every rose grows merry and fine. It is dear you will meet with a neat bony lass, will you tell her she'll be a true love of mine? Or tell her to make me a nice new shirt where every rose grows merry and fine. Without any seams or samage work, and then she will be a true love of mine. Or tell her to wash it in yon spring well, where every rose grows merry and fine. Where water never sprung, nor never fell, and then she will be a true love of mine. Oh, tell her to spread it in yon white horn, where every rose grows merry and fine. Where the near grow it on, since Adam was born, and then she will be a true love of mine. Oh, tell her to wire needle with the millstone where every rose grows merry and fine. And when she has it done to send it right home and then she will be a true love of mine. Why you ever down at the tricolored house where every rose grows merry and fine? It's there you will meet with a neat bonny lad, will you tell him he'll be a true love of mine? Or oh, tell him to buy me a fair land where rose grows merry and fine between this salt water and the sea strand and in he will be a true love of mine 
Oh, tell unto saw it with one bleed of corn, where every rose grows merry and fine. And tell unto flowered all with the dear son, and then he will be a true love of mine. Oh, tell them to thrash it in yon castle wall, where every rose grows merry and fine. And let neither chaff nor corn fall, and then he will be a true love of mine. So Irish versions of this ballad are actually very, very thin on the ground. There's Mary-Kate McDonough's version, which we just heard. There was also a version sung by Thomas Moran called Strawberry Lane. Um, Thomas Moran's son, Michael Moran, also sang that song. He was recorded by Tom Munley. And then there was a version recorded down in County Wexford. And I think that's pretty much it for the Irish representation of this ballad. But next up, also living in Mohill, County Leitrim, was Thomas Moran. And he was recorded by Seamus Ennis for the BBC back in 1954. Um what to say about Thomas Moore and he had a number and like lots and lots of old ballads particularly English and Scottish ballads he said that they found their way in at the time of Cromwell and they never got out again because the roads were too bad so here he is singing Strawberry Lane Now as you are going down Strawberry Lane every rose grows merry betimes it's there you will meet a pretty young man and tell him that he's a true lover of mine and tell him to get me a hull in short, every rose through the merry be times, without stitch or seam or needle work, and then he will be a true lover of mine. And tell him to wash it in yon spring well, every rose through the merry be times, where water near fell nor water near sprung, and then he will be a true lover of mine. And tell him to dry it on yon wind bush, every rose through the merry be times. Where the near grew a thorn since Adam was born, and then she will be a true lover of mine. Now as you are going down Strawberry Lane, every rose grows merry betimes. It's there you will meet a pretty young man, and tell him that he's a true lover of mine. And tell him to get me an acre of land, every rose grows merry betimes. Between the salt water and the sea strand, and then he will be a true lover of mine. Tell him to plough it with yon deer's horns, every rose grows merry betimes, and sow it all over with one grain of corn, and then he will be a true lover of mine. Tell him to rape it with shaving the leather, every rose grows merry betimes, and bind it all up in a peacock's feather, and then he will be a true lover of mine. Tell him to tackle the run and draw it home. Every rose grows merry betimes. And build it all in a small mouse hole. And then he will be a true lover of mine. And tell him to touch it with midges claws. Every rose grows merry betimes. And rope it round with pissmire's paws. And then he will be a true lover of mine. Tell him to thrash it on yon church wall. Every rose grows merry betimes. And not let chaff or corn fall, and then he will be a true lover of mine. And when he has finished and done his work, every rose was merry betimes. Send him to me, and I'll give him the shirt, and then he will be a true lover of mine. So that was Thomas Moran and Strawberry Lane. 
Up next, I want to play a version of the song that was recorded from a woman called Elizabeth Jeffries. Now, she was living down in Kilmore Key, County Wexford, when she was recorded by Tom Munley in 1972. And you might recognise this version of the song. It was the source for Frank Hart's recording in 1973 on his album True Dublin City. It's called Rosemary Lane, and if you listen now, you'll hear a mention of a skach, which was a white thorn. Um, Elizabeth uses it in the line, and tell her to dry it on yonder skach thorn, where one never grew since Adam was born. As you will go down Rosemary Lane, wherever a rose grows merry and fine, you pick me out the finest girl there, I will make her a true lover of mine. Oh, tell her to get me a Cambery chart, every rose goes merry and fine. To be done without needle or needle's work, and then she will be a true lover of mine. And tell it to wash it in yonder well, every rose goes merry and fine. For water ne'er sprung, ne'er end ever fell, then she will be a true lover of mine. And tell her to dry it on yonder stock torn, every rose goes merry and fine. For one never grows since Adam was born, then she will be a true lover of mine. When she has finished all of her work, every rose goes merry and fine. Oh, tell her I call from a Cambery shirt, and then she will be a true lover of mine. And as you will go down Rosemary Lane, or every rose goes merry and fine, you pick me out the finest by there, I will make him a true lover of mine. Tell him to get me an acre of land, every rose goes merry and fine, between the salt sea and the salt sea sand, then you will be a true lover of mine. And tell them to plow it with her arms horn, every rose goes merry and fine, and sow it all over with one grain of corn, and then he will be a true lover of mine. Tell him to reap it with the cock's feather, every rose goes merry and fine, and bind it all over with trappings of leather, and then he will be a true lover of mine. Tell him to bring it home on a snail, every rose goes merry and fine, and thrash it all over with a mouse's tail, and then he will be a true lover of mine. And when he has finished all of his work, every rose goes merry and fine, tell him to kindly call for his Cambridge shirt, and then he will be a true lover of mine. Okay, so this is the point in the episode where we make our way away from Ireland, Scotland and England and go across the Atlantic to North America to see what happened to the ballad there. I really, really love the next singer's accent. Her name was Miss Clara Sophia Stevens of Belburn's Newfoundland and this was recorded in 1959. Um, just, the, just the accent is just absolutely amazing. It's also unusual in that the first name John appears. Um, in this ballad, mostly the protagonists are unnamed. Um, this one's quite different. The names Nell and John do show up in a few collected versions, so keep your ears peeled for that. As I rove doubt on one fine summer's morn, early rose grown merry and dying. I met with a man whose name it was Jan, he said he would be a true lover of mine. Oh, first you must get me a Cambrickshire, her early rose grow merry and dine. Without any seam or needlework, and then you will be a true lover of mine. Oh, next you must wash it down yonder well, oh, early rose grow merry and dine. Whenever a pick of rainwater fell, and then you will be a true lover of mine. 
So we can see there even further degradation of the refrain with the words early rose grow merry and dine, which really doesn't make any sense at all. But as you start to look into the North American versions, you come across some real like nonsense refrains and some of them are just absolutely amazing. Um, Listen to the next one. This is Jenny Gray of Eddington, Maine, and it was recorded by Evelyn Huckins in 1961. This one is called The Cambric Shirt. Say, young man, I am going to the fair for my mama life, for my life, lowly. And if you see my true love, that in me hiddle or diddle oh, for my dumb a diddle oh, for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Tell her to make me a cambric shirt for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Without a stitch of needle work to me hiddle or diddle oh, for my dumb a diddle oh, for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Tell her to wash it in a dry well for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Whenever a drop of water fell to me, hiddle or diddle or for my dumb a diddle or for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Tell her to hang it to dry on a thorn for my mama life, for my life, lowly. That never had a thorn since Adam was born to me, hiddle or diddle or for my dumb a diddle for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Say, young lady, are you going to the fair? For my long life, for my life, lowly. And if you see my true love, that in me hiddle or diddle oh, for my dumb a diddle oh, for my long life, for my life, lowly. Tell him to buy me an acre of land for my long life, for my life, lowly. Between salt water and sea sand, in me hiddle or diddle oh, for my dumb a diddle oh, for my long life, for my life, lowly. Tell him to plow it with a ram's horn for my mama life, for my life, lowly, and seed it down with a peck of comb to me, hiddle or diddle or for my dumb a diddle or for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Tell him to cut it with a peacock's feather for my mama life, for my life, lowly, and bind it up with the sting of a nether to me, hiddle or diddle or for my dumb a little or for my mama life, for my life, lowly. Haul it in on the back of a snail for my mama lie low, lie lowly, and thrash it out to the mouse's tail to me hiddle or diddle or 
Flamma damma diddle low, flamma lamma lie, flamma lie low day. Kill this fool when he's done his work. Flamma lamma lie, flamma lie low day. To come and get his game picture. Timmy hiddle low, diddle low, flamma damma diddle low, flamma lamma lie, flamma lie low day. If you go up to town tonight, like flamma lamma liquor slow me, just hand this note to that young miss. Tumatees, 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me. And tell her to make me a fine shirt, like flamma lamma liquor slow me, and make it out of an old cotton sheet. Tumatees, 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me. And tell her to sew it with her gold ring, like flamma lamma liquor slow me, and every stitch a foot between. Tumatees, 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me. And tell her to wash it in yonder well, like flamma lamma liquor slow me. Whenever a drop of water fell, tumatees, 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me. And tell her to hang it on yonder's thorn like flamma lamma liquor slow me That never grew there since Adam was born Tumatees, tumatees, tumatees like flamma lamma liquor slow me If you go down to town tonight like flamma lamma liquor slow me Just hand this note to that young gent Tumatees, tumatees, tumatees like flamma lamma liquor slow me and tell him to buy me an acre of ground like flamma lamma liquor slow me between salt water and sea sand tumatees 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me and tell him to plow it with a ram torn like flamma lamma liquor slow me and seed it down with one grain of corn tumatees 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me Tell him to reap it with his penknife, like flamma lamma liquor slow me, and haul it in with two yoke of mice. Tumatees, 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me. And tell him to haul it to yonder's barn, like flamma lamma liquor slow me. That's never been built since Adam was born. Tumatees, 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me. Just tell that Jan if he's done his work, like flamma lamma liquor slow me. He can call tonight and get his shirt. Tumatees, 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 like flamma lamma liquor slow me. So that was Anna Sandage Underhill of Uniontown, Indiana, recorded by Art Rosenbaum in December 1963. So on some of the American versions, you see the song being just simply called Impossibilities because of what it described, things that could never be, that could never happen. And that was the name given to the next track, which was recorded by John Lomax from a woman called Georgia Ann Griffin. Um, living in Florida at the time, but originally from Dooley County, Georgia. And she learned the song from her father before 1877. Um, her father apparently was a fiddler. Now, this has retained something of the original refrain. It sounds like she's saying, uh, save Rosemary and time. But again, it's quite hard to see. I think that's what she's saying anyway. See what you think. This is called Impossibilities. Also, this track gets top marks for having excellent rooster calls in the recording. Um, I love a good rooster in a traditional recording. Oh, tell her to make me 
So that just about wraps it up for this episode on the Elfin Night. Um, I really hope you enjoyed what you heard. There's plenty of scope there for further research and for further delving into the different aspects of this ballad. I think it's a, a very interesting one and um, definitely mysterious stuff going on under the surface. I know some folklorists really don't like when people get into this whole idea of like ancient rituals and incantations, you know, it's kind of like James Fraser kind of stuff. I think um, a lot of the more serious folklorists kind of shy away from that area and that kind of thing. The whole question of survivals and the like, I suppose they feel like it's um, misrepresentative of the actual folklore and they prefer to stick to the facts. But I think it's it's very fascinating anyway. And I hope you got something out of it. I'm going to finish up now with this um, recording I found while I was researching the ballad. Uh, it was a recording made by Bill Bailey of Scarborough Fair, but sung in the style of Hamstein. It's pretty bloody hilarious. Um, okay, hope you're all taking care out there. And uh, I'll be back soon with another episode. All right, all the best and good luck.